0: I took I took the shot that I did for Little Star, the one that the cloud reveal thing, Mm -hmm. and put it through the program and upresed it to 4K, and it looks like I shot it in 4K. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, I can do, like, nothing's gonna stop me around here. Well, good. Unless they don't like the fact I'm a Democrat, you know.
1: Well, there's always that.
0: My monkey dance. Hello and welcome to this episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing just well. How are you? Oh, I'm just dandy. Yeah? Yeah. You know how it goes. Upright, above ground. Who yep. knows for how much longer, but you know, for today <laughs> I'm here.
1: Uh, one day at a time. That's <laughs> it. One day at a time.
0: Yeah, well. You know, but we're getting another stimulus check, Maybe.
1: Uh, yeah, maybe.
0: Depending on how much you make. Yep. What color you are? Where you live? Uh, something. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. There's a whole bunch of shit in that. In that, the um, you know who gets it and who doesn't. So who knows? But you got six hundred bucks, so you know that should hold you for forever, right?
1: It is. <laughs> it is. I think that's plenty. You know who who needs money you know it's it's free to live and eat and drive your car
0: you know no bills It's perfect i really liked after the whole um reddit thing happened with gamestop Mm -hmm. um i guess one of one of the republican issues was They felt that people would spend the money on unnecessary things like stocks (laughs) instead of paying for bills because that's what it's there for. And it's like, well, no, it's there to stimulate the economy. Right. And if people want to use that to make more money, why are the people with all the money scared of that?
1: Because other people are going to make money. Uh, Yeah.
0: So it's, it's really fucked up. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, things aren't getting better.
0: And to anybody out there who who can't see the forest from the trees, understand that not one single Republican senator voted for the stimulus package. Not one.
1: I don't understand why the bunch of them aren't locked up and charged with treason and charged with dereliction of duty and charged with crimes against humanity. Instead of looking these assholes like Marjorie Taylor Greene you have yeah. a pulpit to talk from. Yep. And the Democrat bitch who, who gave the big thumbs down on the $15 minimum wage. Uh, yeah. The biggest problem is the people who would have to vote a paid decrease or paying extra for benefits or any of those things are the people who would benefit least.
0: Yeah. Yeah, heaven forbid people make a a wage that they can live off of.
1: Not in the USA, my friend.
0: No, no, not anymore. Not
1: that—that's socialism, damn it. <laughs> nope, sorry, <laughs> that's socialism. We don't like that.
0: Oh man, I don't, I don't get it, man.
1: <sighs> yeah. Tell you, I'm gonna buy a deserted island. I'm gonna call myself the king.
0: Can I look, come live on your island?
1: I don't know. We'll see. I'll pay you taxes. I was gonna say, how much you got?
0: <laughs> I'm I'm really good for for labor, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's just to the point where I don't think there's any fixing it anymore. <laughs> No. I think we're in a state of we're just it's going to just get perpetually worse.
1: And it's sad. It's very sad.
0: Oh man. Anyway, what a what a depressing way to start the show.
1: I know, right? <laughs>
0: uh So hey, um I tried to sit down last night and watch in and of itself that documentary Uh that you told me. It's no longer on Hulu. Are you shitting me? No, I I I, because I had bookmarked it last week and I was I was sitting there last night and I was like, What what should I watch? And I was like, Oh, there's that documentary that John told me about. So I I pulled it up on Hulu and all I can watch is the trailer. And I was like, Uh, What the fuck? uh,
1: Oh, that's bullshit. So
0: I went and I typed it into Google and I typed streaming service and the only thing that it pulled up was Hulu, but over on the right it shows like streaming options or whatever and there were none. So That's bizarre. I then pulled up my VPN and logged on to the thing where I can watch pretty much whatever I want and it's not even on there. Really? Yeah, so I don't know what the fuck is going on. Huh. But I did try.
1: We'll try harder.
0: (laughs) So I gave up and I watched top secret last night.
1: Top secret with Val Kilmer.
0: Yes. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. And forgot just how funny some of those parts are. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stupid shit in it. Like this was the same. I I believe it's the same guys that did airplane. I think so. And this was their take on um, like the spy thriller Mm -hmm. Um, and some of it's really funny. Some of it makes no sense. There's a scene early on where they're on a train and the, the it's Val Kilmer is Nick Rivers and his agent and the agent looks out the window and he sees a tree like just keeping up with the train. Okay. And then he like, it cuts back to him and he looks back again and there's a guy that runs up and like jumps and hangs on the tree. As as like the trees moving like it's really weird there's there's all kinds of weird shit like that but hmm. there are really really funny things like um there's a Nick Rivers is there for like a arts festival and during the opening ceremonies they have the um East German women's Olympic team come out to present keys <laughs> to the city and it's a yeah. bunch of hairy dudes dressed in drag <laughs> and it's like okay that's pretty funny even even now like that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and it's got like, it's got like a young Michael Goff in it from Batman. Really? Played Alfred. Yeah. Um, it's got, um, Oh, um, who's, who was the other guy that I saw? It's got, it's got Omar Sharif in it. Okay. As in a, in a comic role. Um, it's got a really weird ballet section where they're doing the nutcracker suite but all the guys have these giant like cod dick, pieces yeah dick-shaped cod pieces coming out the front and like the girls are running along them <laughs> as they're doing the thing it's really bizarre wow um but it it was an interesting rewatch yeah yeah because it, and it, it's also got um um uh who played grandma Marf- grand moff tarkin Peter Cushing. Peter, Peter Cushing. It's got Peter Cushing with a really weird eye prosthetic. Okay. And the entire scene is done backwards. It's,
1: oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I do remember that. It's
0: really strange. And I don't know if 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 the creators were just sitting in a room smoking weed somewhere, being like, you know, it'd be kind of funny if we did the whole scene backwards. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of those. Really. Yeah. there's a there's a bar fight underwater and and it's really weird because you don't really know when it's taking place like there's this really ambiguous time setting of when this is happening because Nick Rivers is kind of like Elvis Um, but there's a um, in one of the opening shots it shows like Nick Rivers on a bunch of um, like magazine covers and there's a marquee that's got him playing with Stevie wonder at one point. Okay. And it's like, so it's kind of contemporary, but the bad guys are all Nazis Hmm. in East Germany. And like, I don't know. It's really weird. There's a, there's a song in the beginning called skeet surfing. Um, where it's exactly what you think. It's people with shotguns on surfboards trying to shoot down clay pigeons. <laughs> it's a, uh, mm. it, it's very bizarre, but, um, it, and it's, it's a snapshot of like what the eighties was actually like. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: that's cool. Ah, youth. Uh, I watched coming to America too.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Had nothing else to
1: watch. <laughs> so I figured, what the heck? I really liked it. Really? I thought it was fun. I thought it was funny. I'd, a lot of people are criticizing it, saying that it just basically rehashes Coming to America 1. And they they use a lot of the same beats and stuff. Um, I kind of liked it. Okay there there's this great sequence where um James Earl Jones who plays Prince Azim's father wants to attend his funeral before he dies okay. so so Eddie Murphy puts on this this huge spectacular funeral for him and uh at first En Vogue came, come out. And then they're interrupted by Salt and Peppa, and then it's Gladys Nice, and it's like this huge production number. Um it was really I I thought it was well done. I'm not a big Eddie Murphy fan. I think I like his Saturday Night Live stuff better than his movies. Okay. Um But it was it was enjoyable. So, you know, if you, you got some time to waste, go ahead, check it out. Um and Leslie Leslie, Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live is in it. Okay. And she's really funny. She's not playing her typical inner city uh, persona.
0: So she's not playing her Ghostbusters character?
1: It Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's the woman who Prince Azim slept with in the nightclub back in coming to america one and they have a they have a son together but she's got some funny scenes
0: okay i'm i've heard mixed things um yeah i've heard some people say that they really enjoyed it i heard some people say it's a waste of time so it's an it's interesting to to hear that the side where that you like it
1: yeah, I mean the the costumes are are amazing. They obviously spent a shit ton of money on this movie.
0: Do you do you feel though that it's too late as far as, you know. Well, he never really wanted to do
1: a sequel.
0: So why do you think the, they the did one? The plan well?
1: was to never do a, I I think he needs work. <laughs> I mean, it was a payday. Um, And, you know, honestly, what's uh, what's his name? Arsenio. Arsenio Hall doing these days?
0: Well, he did try to revive his show a couple of years back.
1: Yeah. Well, see how well that went. Wow. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's it was okay. It was. Contemporary. The whole thing, you know, uh, coming to America one is he he doesn't want to marry who his father has chosen. He wants to fall in love and he right. goes to America, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. In this one, um James Earl Jones is is on his deathbed and he says, you know, you don't have a son. And there's a a general from the neighboring village, the neighboring kingdom called Nextoria. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK
1: who wants Eddie Murphy's oldest daughter to marry her son. And, um, you know, that kind of shit. And, um, Eddie Murphy goes back to America to bring his son back. And, um, he trains to be the prince and, you know, but then he falls in love with the hairdresser and he wants to marry her. So they run back to the U S to get married. And ultimately, Eddie Murphy decides he's going to change all the rules. He's he's now the king, and that's his right, and he's able to. And he makes it so that his oldest daughter can become the ruler when he dies. Okay. So, well, that's kind of cool. You know, it's a cute story. <laughs> I didn't feel it was you know pandering or anything. And uh, the Eddie Murphy's humor is is still incredibly inappropriate. Okay. <laughs> Which is what I found funny. Um, So yeah, you know, if you get some time, check
0: it out. Okay, Uh, we. My actually, my eleven year old asked about because she had seen commercials, I guess, for coming to America too. And I know that there are some. There's a couple of things in the first one that might not be appropriate for her. And Uh, they're in the second one. And they're in the second one too. Okay.
1: Those same things. Yep.
0: Okay. Uh, Yep. Maybe I'll have to watch it then to see.
1: Yeah. The the washing of the royal penis. Yeah.
0: So, but it, okay. So is it, um, you said it, it relies a lot on the first movie. I mean, is it like, like this was funny in the first one. Let's do it in this one.
1: Yes. He goes back to the barbershop and he and Arsenio are playing all the characters. One of the characters that, um, Eddie Murphy's playing as an old Jewish man. Right. Um, One of them plays the old tribal elder, you know, kind of Rafiki ish. Okay. But yeah, I mean, there are definitely things from the first movie that they've duplicated. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's like everything else today. It's a nostalgia piece. Don't know that you're really doing anything to, uh, Further the art?
0: Well, no. I mean, definitely not.
1: But yeah, it it was an enjoyable ninety minutes.
0: Is is Samuel Jackson in it?
1: No, but Morgan Freeman is. Morgan <laughs> Freeman narrates James Earl Jones's funeral.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So I mean, there, there's some funny stuff.
0: Well, that's good. Okay. Yeah, I might have to I might have to take a gander.
1: Yeah. Have you watched watched Raya and the Dragon?
0: No, is that the one that, that they put on for 30 bucks on Yeah. No. I I'm not paying fucking 30 bucks for any of that shit. You're not? It amazes me what Disney is thinking will will let it's amazing what disney is like okay this movie people will pay for
1: um well it's got some amazing uh reviews yeah really well on um uh rotten tomatoes a lot of people are liking it i'm not going to pay for it i'm going to wait till it's free
0: well and that's the thing like eventually they're going there there are people like you and i that are like when it, it's what, How long do I have to wait? Three months? Okay, that's fine. Yeah. There's nothing pressing about that. There's no spoilers that I could read about that that's going to ruin the enjoyment for me. Right. I just, I, I don't understand why Disney thinks that those types of properties are the ones that people are going to pay for.
1: Well, and I don't, I would think they would have learned their lesson after Mulan. <laughs>
0: Well, but they kept telling everybody that Mulan was a a success that way. So they're going to keep doing it. Well, you and I know that it probably wasn't. But, you know, to the average Disney fan who spends a lot of money on going to theme parks and buying every Disney thing because it's got Mickey Mouse on it. Right. Those people are going to be like. Well, the reviews say that it's great and that it's a lot of fun. Maybe on a Friday night we should treat ourselves and watch a new Disney movie. Sure. That's who they're targeting. But I think there's more of us than there are of them.
1: Yeah, I don't know if they did like a ton of market research to or if, you know, like you said, if Mulan really was a success, but then why would you release Soul and not do the same thing,
0: and that's what—that's why—that's why, that's why it, it blows my mind—is because there are films that, um, you know what was that? Artemis Fowl, the one that you watched that they just oh, yeah. threw on there. They oh, could that have was horrible, yeah, but they could have hyped that up to sure. to cut some trailers that made it look like the most exciting thing in the world, and then tried <laughs> to sell it for thirty bucks. Sure, they they took a Pixar film, they took. What did they do with um the one with Chris Pratt? Did they re- onward. onward? Did they
1: That was regular release. It wasn't extra. It was just part of the we, subscription.
0: But didn't w- wasn't that the one where that they tried to sell it on pay-per-view first? Oh, I don't know about that. I think they did. I think it went on pay-per-view for 2 weeks and then it went to Disney Plus. Oh, okay. But so they did that? Then they did Mulan, which was the full 30. Then they just released Soul for no reason, which, from what my kid tells me, is a film that she absolutely loves. Really? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Dave, I think she's watched it a couple of times by now. Okay. Um. So, you know, that's probably something that on the Pixar name alone, people probably would pay for Hmm. Um, I don't know. It's it just, it's a weird, like either put it all on for nothing and hope that you drive subscribers or don't
1: and sell shit.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of time before they up that price. For I thought they already were for the, I thought for, for just the subscription.
1: Yeah. I oh. thought they were up, upping the, the price after the first year.
0: Well, it's a good thing that we bought three years in advance, huh? Yeah, right? (laughs) Uh, Wow.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If it works, great, you know?
0: It's just a dangerous precedent, I think. Um, Because I don't want Disney Plus to become a tiered service no I don't want there to be a thing where i like well here's the base price and for base price you just get Disney crap but if you want the Marvel stuff that's an extra five bucks a month and if you want the Star Wars stuff that's an extra five bucks a month yeah and then you're you're tearing the crap out of it to the point where it's, it's just not fucking feasible to have Disney Plus anymore right okay that's great can I get it without the Disney stuff Well, no, that's the base. Okay, but I don't watch the Disney stuff.
1: You don't want to watch the horse in the gray flannel suit? (laughs) No. Million million Dollar Duck? No. Okay.
0: Unless they're going to put all the band stuff on there. Well, they're not. We know that. We
1: know that's not going to happen. They are not going to run Song of the South with a little disclaimer saying that it was, you know, a different time period and... I want, blah, blah, blah. I
0: want the, I want the war propaganda one where, where Donald's a Nazi.
1: Oh, their furious face.
0: Yes. Yeah. I want, to, I want, I want to be able to watch that. I've, you know,
1: I, it's been released before. Right. I just don't know if it's on Disney Plus yet. I
0: mean, didn't, didn't Disney just announce something this week about movies they were pulling or? Um, there was going to be like a, um, like a warning on now.
1: Well, Didn't they're doing that, like that on, they're doing that on the Muppets. I watched the Johnny Cash episode this morning and he's performing in front of a big old rebel flag and it's in almost every scene.
0: Oh, so, okay. So what they're doing is they're bullying Peter Pan, Dumbo, and the aristocrats from children, aristocats, from children's profiles um, after warnings of stereotypes and negative depictions. Really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I think some of it's a little too much.
0: The, the. Walt Disney Company pulled Dumbo, Peter Pan, The Aristocats, and Swiss Family Robinson from its offerings for children under seven. Okay. Uh, adult Disney profiles plus profiles still have access to the films with content warning. Um, so what they're saying, the sections of the, is that in Dumbo, the crows and music numbers pay homage to racist minstrel shows were white performers with blackened faces and tattered clothing imitated and ridiculed enslaved Africans on southern plantations.
1: The the lead Crow is named Jim Crow. Yeah. yeah. So, there's no hiding it.
0: In Peter Pan, the film portrays Native people as in a stereotypical manner that reflects neither the diversity of Native peoples nor the authentic cultural traditions.
1: I could see that, but... the the female indian character is a heroine and if you know her her tribe is a problem then you know you've you're you have to cut the whole thing
0: right uh in swiss family robinson the pirates who antagonize the robinson family are portrayed as stereotypical foreign menace many appear in yellow face or brown face and are costumed in an exaggerated and inaccurate manner with top knot hairstyles, cues, robes, and overdone facial makeup and jewelry.
1: So does that mean that the Chinese pirates in pirates of the Caribbean, whatever it was, two or three are racist. Uh,
0: See, I don't, I don't know because you're talking about Asian actors portraying them.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: So I don't know how that shakes out. I,
1: I just don't know where to draw the line. I don't know where to draw the line anymore.
0: Well, and in and, and Aristocats, the Siamese cat is depicted as a racist caricature of East Asian peoples.
1: And I think in the credits, he's Gong Cat.
0: Uh, it says here Shun Gong.
1: Shun Gong. That's it.
0: Um, yep. And he plays the piano with chopsticks, which I guess is the... Offensive. Yeah. So then, That's
1: very difficult, so I'd say that's a talent. <laughs> Just saying.
0: Um, so uh, I guess if you really want your seven-year-old or under to watch those, you can on your profile. Okay. Um, and then you get a content warning that says, This program contains negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. Disney Mm -hmm. is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the show.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if that's solving the problem or making it worse by drawing attention to it.
0: I mean, I think as a parent, I will say um, I would rather have them make it so that my young kid couldn't stumble on something that is borderline offensive. But have have it still Does available? Does she have
1: access to TV?
0: No, and I understand that, but like okay. you know, this is Disney's own platform, so they're going to be like, you know, we're gonna we're gonna. I'd rather have them make it so that I show it to her than having it removed altogether, because if you don't learn from the past, you're doomed to repeat it. Of course, you know.
1: But would it be better if they don't call attention to it? And you can discuss it with your kid as opposed to, oh, and by the way, this is bad now.
0: But I don't I don't necessarily know, like, how many kids would be like, so I was watching Peter Pan and
1: those Native Americans
0: and and those those Indians with the red faces like that doesn't seem right.
1: It's cartoon
0: like like, you know, I know. And, And I and I get that. You know, most kids are dumb enough to just start imitating. And all of a sudden you got a little kid that's doing the stereotypical, you know, Native American. "Mm, Yes. mm, We smoke them peace pipe and, you know, that kind of shit.
1: Well, don't let them watch (laughs) F Troop. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: I mean, but I mean. In actuality, I can't say that my parents ever really pulled me aside and said, do you have any questions about what you just watched?
1: Well, no, because it was OK for them. Uh, yeah. That was the world they were living in. Yeah, You, you told Jewish jokes and Italian mm-hmm. jokes and, you know, that's that's where you came from. Right. It was, you know, you called other ethnicities names. Mm hmm. Because that's what you did. Right. Not saying it's right.
0: Well, and but I'm I am sh-
1: saying you can't fix history.
0: I- I'm sure that that still happens in neighborhoods.
1: Oh, of course it does.
0: Around the world. You know, and I don't think it's, it's a particularly American problem either. I think, right. I think in, in areas that have mixed, um, people from people from different countries or backgrounds or whatever. I mm-hmm. think you're going to find that because, because there are stereotypes for everybody. There's stereotypes right. for Americans or stereotypes for Italians and Germans and British people. And like, you know, there's stereotypes for everything. So I'm sure that that stuff happens. Right. Um, I think Disney just doesn't want to be put in a position where, where the the new norm of i don't i hate calling it cancel culture because that's wrong right they're they're trying they're they're trying to be uh god how do i even put this they're trying to be accountable for their past without and that's admirable without totally like like hiding it and it is admirable. It is, it is them stepping up. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of um, complaining on the internet with the uh, the the Dr. Seuss thing, where, where I guess there were going to be Dr. Seuss books taken off the market or whatever.
1: But that decision came from the family, right? And the so none of your goddamn business right and that's what and it's aren't six understanding. books that nobody has read <laughs> all right it's not like it's you know oh we're banning green eggs and ham no it's like we're 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 banning what the cat in the hat puzzle book and to think that it happened on mulberry streets and if i ran the zoo
0: right you know it's and and what I love is that these people will, will have this knee jerk reaction of you can't ban Dr. Seuss. And it's like, do you understand what kind of person he was? He was a children's author that when he got married, he sent the woman's kid to boarding school because he doesn't like children. (laughs) Like that actually happened. Right. And instead of researching it and saying, well, he was kind of a terrible person that just sold a lot of kids books. Right. They're like, oh, that was my that was my childhood. How can you get rid of that? And it's like, but it was it it. It's not.
1: He was kind of a dick.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's all those there's all those stories about Walt Disney who
1: oh, yeah. may
0: or may not have liked Jewish people like, you know, he he is a dude that found a way to discriminate against people legally. By calling his employees cast members. If you were casting somebody in a role, that means the fatty guy that wants a job. Well, I'm sorry, you don't fit the role of the ticket taker guy. Right. So he was legally allowed to discriminate. Like nobody talks about that shit now. Everybody's just like, oh, Walt Disney. Well, okay, sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, the the generations that came before us did a lot of very questionable things and we need to move forward and make sure they don't happen again. Right. Damn it. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. But speaking of Disney Plus. Okay. Did you watch the finale for WandaVision? Duh. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you were busy.
1: Uh, no, I did. Okay, I really liked it. I wanted to see it on a big screen.
0: I was going to say I'm really surprised how cinematic it actually was. In
1: they they spent a lot of money on that episode. It,
0: you know, whenever when it when this was first announced, and people were like, "Oh, it's going to be like a TV sitcom," right? And them keeping it very close to the chest of like the actual story and what was going on and. Um, taking all that time and energy to shoot with the, with the, um, era specific cameras and lighting techniques. And, um, you know, when I first watched it, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is cool. It's very different. I like this. Like, and then you started to see an actual story evolve and it was like, wow. Okay. And then you get to the finale and it's so cinematic and it's so like it's Marvel being like, well, we know that you like our stuff. So this is this is what you can expect from like Marvel TV. Sure. And it was just so well done. Um, the the way that they were able to pull together and th- they don't answer everything. They answer a lot, but they, it's not 100 percent. All your questions are answered. Mm hmm. There are definitely gaps um, for future storytelling. Um, I'm assuming in other media, I don't think there's going to be a season two of WandaVision. Um, No,
1: there's not supposed to be unless they decide it was so popular.
0: Well, and maybe, but I think I think that. So did you stay for both of the the end credit scenes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there were two. Mm-hmm. There was one that, that pretty much sets up um, Captain Marvel 2. Yep. And then there's one that sets up the future of what Wanda's going to be. Right. And being that Wanda, they, they pretty much name check um, Sorcerer Supreme as Doctor Strange. Oh, yep. And at the very end, she is um, what's it called? Astral Projecting Mm-hmm. while reading the um oh what's the book called darkhold the darkhold Dark they're setting her up to be a villain at some point in the comic books she becomes a villain right and i think that whether it's it be the next major um villain for the mcu or phase 5 or whatever the next one is Wanda they're the, the Avengers are going to have to go up against Wanda at some point. And I think that there can't be any kind of part two to this. Um, because of that, I think, I think they're setting her up to be like a force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. And at that point, um, you know, you can't really go back to like a comedic. Oh, look how funny thing with her. Right. I, right. I, do, I mean, go ahead.
1: she's she's got the the potential to be a very powerful villain,
0: the most powerful villain. Yeah. Like like more powerful than than Thanos. Yep. Um, she's basically a living infinity stone, mm-hmm. uh, which they confirmed this week. Um, she's got the, she's got the ability to create. Life and and I guess I really wasn't sure how that they, they were going with that um, because Vision is part of the Infinity Stone that lives in her, and she, and he's like the projection of that. I guess they couldn't live outside the spell, but um, if she if she is capable of everything that um, Agatha had said, she could create. A life, um, mm-hmm. out of nothing, and it sure. be Vision. So, I guess they're just they're just gonna play with the white Vision aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think of the way they handled the Vision fight at the very end the the two Visions
1: in the library in the library? I liked it. I liked it. I liked that vision was able to reach white vision
0: with a super old, um, philosophical dilemma. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did a really good job of explaining it, um, for anybody who didn't know what it was. And I thought that that ability to, to take something as complex as, as that and, set up these two powerful beings and it comes down to a discussion about who is the real vision. Right. And able to end the conflict that way and the soul vision is able to unlock the memories within White Vision and he goes flying off and it's like wow okay it didn't while it did come down to punching at some point which a lot of marvel things do sure it wasn't solved that way mm-hmm. and i like that i like that that it was able to be talked out instead of punched out and neither one had to sacrifice themselves well i mean vision kind of sacrifices himself but not to the other right um i also thought that it was really funny that paul bettany had been teasing a cameo a cameo from somebody that I he was kind of to work with that. were yeah. you really
1: yeah, I was hoping it was going to be something.
0: <laughs> but okay, yes. looking back Somebody on he it,
1: to work with was himself,
0: right? <laughs> but looking back on it, Disney and Marvel would never have let him say that without some kind of repercussions, um, like because they don't like to spoil anything, right? And so just the fact that he was able to get out like, you know, shared shared some time on screen with somebody, we had great chemistry, somebody I've been waiting to work with all my life, mm-hmm. and it be himself, I'll give him credit for that. Right. I also couldn't figure out, and maybe maybe, um, I was just looking at it strange, do you think that White Vision was Paul Bettany in makeup, or do you think it was a animated 3D character?
1: Oh, he said it's him.
0: He said it's him?
1: He said it's him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because yep. his face didn't move right. There's
1: Well, because he was a different version of the synthesoid.
0: Well, yeah, but even even the way his lips moved. Hmm. It it felt very animated to me. Kind of uncanny valley at at okay. one point. And I was like, did they take the time to actually animate that?
1: Yeah, I didn't pay a lot of attention to that.
0: I mean, I like the redesign. I think I think White Vision looks different enough that if he was to somehow get color or whatever, he would look different. Right? Um I just I felt like there there was something a little uncanny valley about him. Mm, okay. Little Jeff Bridges and Tron type thing.
1: Uh it wasn't that bad.
0: No, but and it was only for a moment. Like like it was the way his mouth moved and I was like, hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I'm I'm very happy they didn't kill off um Catherine Hahn. Uh,
1: yes, because Agatha plays a bigger part in uh Wanda's training.
0: And I and I truly feel that that thing of like you're you're gonna need me and, and Wanda's like, well I know where to find you. Right is it is like the perfect setup for Doctor uh, Doctor Strange too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I truly feel like that when they went to Catherine Han, they were like, "This is going to turn into more than just a, a nine-part TV series." Right. Um, I'm a little disappointed that um, Quicksilver turned out to be just some actor dude. Yeah, I really kind of wish that like. It had been Evan Evan Peters from the X-Men universe that had been Peter Maximoff. Right. And he, you know, even if he was under Agatha's spell, like if they had pulled that that necklace off. Right. um, Him being like, where the hell am I? What is this? Where's the X-Men? Like just a name drop or something. Mm -hmm. Because I don't. I guess what I don't understand is where does his super speed come from? Was that something that Agatha was able I to think so. spell onto him? I think so. That's weird. Okay. Okay. Hmm. If that's what it is. But yeah, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very much looking forward to Falcon and winter soldier now. Mm-hmm. Um, the I guess the, the visual effects guy for Loki said that expectations were were like blown through the roof with what they were doing with Loki, so
1: Cool.
0: Um And I'm I'm really surprised we didn't find out like a big bad for for WandaVision.
1: Yeah. I I don't know it's I I didn't see Captain Marvel okay so I wasn't really up on the whole thing that we've joined forces with the crawls and scrolls
0: Skrulls, yeah
1: um I thought oh well maybe that's the big reveal you know the man upstairs wants to see you <laughs> and you know it's like okay
0: so but... okay so you you've Still haven't watched any of the Spider-Man movies, right?
1: I watched the original ones. I have not watched the third incarnation of them.
0: So you, okay. You haven't watched the Tom Holland ones. No. At the, at the end of Homecoming. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. So,
0: so to take you back in Captain Marvel, it's revealed that the scrolls are actually, there's a, there's a faction of skull scrolls that are actually good.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um and in Captain Marvel the um the guy that Jude Law played was trying to get rid of the scrolls. Okay. Um at in the end there were um scrolls, the the one that was played by Ben Mendelssohn, um, who was taking a group of survivors with uh Captain Marvel to find a new home. Okay, and then ends at the end of Spider Man Homecoming, no, Far From Home. There is a cut shot, a, a cut scene where you find out that Ben Mendelssohn and his wife who were both Skrulls, who are shapeshifters, were impersonating um, um, Fury and Maria Hill for the entire movie. Oh, okay. Um, I, at the request of um at uh, of Nick Fury. Okay. Then there's a second post-credit scene where you see Nick Fury um laying on a beach and he, it's he gets called over a loudspeaker and he gets up and the beach kind of turns off and he's in like a room, a big white room, and he comes walking out onto this big spaceship. And he's surrounded by scrolls, and he's he basically asks where his shoes are, and they're like the idea being that it's the the sword space station from the comic books, and he's up there, okay. um, controlling whatever's going on with the scrolls. So part of the whole thing with this is upstairs wants to talk to you. Is Nick Fury on that space station? Working with the scrolls, okay, so that's all the backstory that you don't get if you haven't seen all the the movies, and God then all of a she... sudden, the scroll just shows up in this, and you're like, "Wait, what's going on?"
1: Yeah, pretty much,
0: but not only I guess are they they're having Monica Rambo in Captain Marvel Two, but apparently she's going back to Disney plus for the Secret Wars tv show okay which is samuel jackson and ben mendelson so
1: mm, okay
0: but yeah i'm uh i'm i'm very happy with the way marvel has been able to to tell their stories on tv
1: yeah, I think they've they've been very successful. They didn't fall into that the Star Wars sequel trap, no, where they felt they needed to to uh, change it to make it more relevant and kind of screwed it up.
0: Well, and and the 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 talent that Marvel has for adapting parts of comic books into a different story. Mm -hmm. And that this was basically House of M, the House of M comic book storyline, but within the MCU where there are no mutants and it's Scarlet Witch taking on the role of, of her, her destiny and being able to do that in an entertaining way that's different from everything they've ever done just shows the amount of talent that, that runs the MCU. And that going all the way to the top with Kevin Feige. Sure. Because they've always been able to do that. Like, like, oh, we're going to do an espionage movie. Okay, and now we're going to do a heist movie. Okay, and now we're going to do this. And now we're going to do a TV show that's based on sitcoms. Right. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's It's an amazing talent that they've got.
1: definitely and I mean like John Favreau with Mandalorian it's like he respects what came before him oh yeah and, and didn't feel like this is my movie I'm going to do what I want to do and you know make changes that were very unpopular
0: yeah yep so it's an exciting time to be a nerd it truly is Certainly. There's so much content. So I did see a thing that the the quote unquote dark hold that was in Agents of Shield is not canon. Oh, okay. I don't think they're they're considering Agents of Shield as canon anymore.
1: Okay. That's kind of confusing.
0: Yeah, well. It's happening on one of the other multiverse Earths.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, yeah. did, did you watch the newest episode of Lois and Clark? I did. Or no, it's not Lois and Clark. It's Lois Sup- and Superman.
0: Superman and Lois. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I liked it. I still really like it. Um, um, you know, it's it's interesting that they are. It. This show is a mixture of like the CW shows and the the DCEU show movies. Mm-hmm. They are taking aspects of different things and throwing them together to make kind of its own thing, but I guess it's part of the connected arrowverse. Yeah. But like so we meet Jorel in this mm-hmm. episode. But he's like the Russell Crowe version of Jarell from Man of Steel, right. where he's an AI and he can interact with Clark, and he's able to run the Fortress of Solitude, and scan kids and do all weird shit. And mm-hmm. I don't know, did you recognize the actor who's playing Jarell? No, he's the dude that played Robert the Bruce in Braveheart.
1: Hmm. Doesn't ring a bell. Okay,
0: well. Um oh wait, wait, wait. Going back to WandaVision for one second. Um uh-huh. the the house that Wanda and Vision live in is the house that the Griswolds had in Christmas vacation. Okay. They shot that on the same street, um I think it's called Blondie Street, and it's at the Warner Brothers Ranch. In LA. Okay. And Agatha's house next door is actually the Murtaugh house from Lethal Weapon. Oh. Um, And if you go down, I think it's like two more houses, it's the Bewitched House. Yep. So they shot the WandaVision show on that block. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. That's just me being a movie nerd. But back to Superman. Yes. Um, i i I like that again they're they're respecting what's come before and what I guess is the established d c universe now, mm-hmm. but I don't think they that they needed to include a bunch of that kind of stuff um okay, I think they could have just done it where you know the fortress of solitude is just the fortress of solitude. And, but, you know, they mixed, they mixed the, the man of steel stuff with some of the Christopher Reeve stuff. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he tell Clark tells the kid, the story of how, like after his dad died, he came searching for answers and this place was created. And now this is where he comes to when he needs to think. And it's like, okay, sure.
1: Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before, but I'm not really a fan of the multiverse. Right. The whole revelation at the end of the episode that the 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 guy in the suit who attacked Superman is from another multiverse or another planet, and apparently so is Lois's father.
0: So, what I think that they were trying the show is, um. When Crisis on Infinite Earths happened, at the end of that, everything collapsed down into one. Okay. One universe, which is why right. Black Lightning became part of the Arrowverse. And okay. why Supergirl ended up on the same Earth as everybody else. And I guess Metropolis just appears in there. I don't, I don't know how it works. Okay. But so all of a sudden, you have all these. Kryptonian superheroes. But on a different Earth, there was an Earth where Superman was bad and Superman wore the black suit. Yeah, yeah. And Superman at some point went up against Lois' father and this version of Luther or Luther's kid or something, where, um, which is weird because in our in Earth Prime, it's um, – what's his name? Ducky. From John Cryer. John Cryer. So how all of a sudden he becomes black, I don't know, but whatever. I'm sure they'll explain it. Yeah. So on some Earth, Superman was the villain. And okay. when it, everything collapsed, whoever came over to this Earth is now like, oh, Superman's bad. So I think, I think what they were trying to get at was that at some point, Lois, father on a different earth was, was trying to fight Superman. Not so much that they were from a different planet, but a different version of earth.
1: Mm, it's too confusing. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's too damn confusing. Just tell me a good story.
0: Well, I mean, all the good stories have been thrown out the window. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you're just, you know, you're just trying to hold on for dear life as they ratchet you through it. Right. Um, I felt like they kept the the decent visual effects from the pilot. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not totally into the whole teen angsty getting <sighs> not getting the playbook and being picked on mm-hmm. type thing, but... Yeah, I guess they're shooting for a wider audience.
1: That's the audience they're looking for.
0: Yeah. And at some point Superman will just become a background character, I guess. Uh, mm, whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, now that it's on hiatus because somebody tested positive for COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, all that shit's gonna happen. Yep. There won't be I I really feel like we're coming up to a time as long as COVID is around that like like TV seasons will be really staggered as far as like oh we're going to do 20 episodes but you're not going to get them all at once like Mm -hmm. there'll be like 5 here and like 10 here and we'll do a couple here and then you know depending on when people test positive or not right so
1: Did you hear about the other classic TV series that we really enjoyed, maybe coming back to Disney Plus in a new form? No. There's talk of doing a remake of Firefly. Really? But it's going to be very family-oriented. So they're going to concentrate on on the the adventure part of it. Uh, speculation that Inara will be cut because you know how to explain a prostitute. <laughs>
2: hmm.
1: I don't know how I feel about it.
0: It would be really hard to see somebody else be Malcolm Reynolds.
1: Well, and I think part of the concept is that it's a it's younger Malcolm Reynolds, so they can have Wash and Book and everybody else who's dead as different actors from a different time period. But, the, but it's not the it's not the Browncoats War. It's in between the Firefly series and the war.
0: Oh man. No, I didn't hear about this and that's I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think You want to do more Firefly and you want to tell you want to tell stories that involve everybody. Set it between the end of the TV show and Serenity, the movie, Mm -hmm. put it on Netflix and let them do whatever they want, even if it's 10 episodes. Sure. Even if they're like, we're just bridging the gap. You're gonna to have to suspend some disbelief because we all look different. Hmm. Um, but I. It it would be really hard to see other people play those characters. Yes. Oh, that sucks.
1: Yeah. I I think it's a property that doesn't need to be sanitized.
0: No. No, I mean, the the whole thing with Firefly is the gritty realness of people that are on the raggedy edge of survival Mm -hmm. um, that don't want to live within the system and will do morally questionable things to survive. Mm -hmm. And that includes having a prostitute on board and some mercenaries and... Yeah, I mean, they're not –
1: they're heroes. They're big damn heroes. Mm -hmm. But they're not necessarily all good people.
0: No. No, Jane is not a good person.
1: No, he's not. But he serves a very important purpose. Right. And how do you – you know, without watering the whole thing down, how do you – keep the essence of the storytelling.
0: If they want to do a sci-fi adventure that's based around those types of things, don't call a firefly. Mm -hmm. Call it something else. Make up another ship and another crew. Exactly. But don't, don't pull the name of firefly through the mud when obviously it's not going to work.
1: No. And it sounds to me like they're just trying to get some, traction out of name recognition.
0: Yeah. I mean, is is Joss Whedon involved in this?
1: Uh, I'm not sure to how much, especially after other things recently have come to light.
0: Yeah, well, that's why I'm asking. Firefly, Disney, Disney Plus. So you can watch the original Firefly on Disney Plus? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is also getting rebooted. Yeah. Why... A uh, new version of Firefly said to be in development for Disney Plus, a sci-fi adventure series that was canceled in 2002, but spawned a loyal and dedicated following. Three years after being pulled from the airwaves, Whedon was given the opportunity to tie up the story in a future. Yeah, okay. Increased focus on streaming content could realistically lead to any number of recognizable brands that have they have at their disposal being rebooted. Oh, Disney, come on. <laughs> Please don't do that. So if if the if the original 13 episodes is okay enough to be on Disney Plus, right? Why reboot it then and do that to it? Uh,
1: misguided attempts at making more money? I guess. Because if you market it to families and kids, you can have more toys. <laughs> and we all know that that's why movies exist is to make toys.
0: Oh, of course. Oh man, I don't know. This this hopefully this just goes away. <laughs> so, wait a minute. So in this in this article the 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 name of the show, Firefly, the two F's are capitalized. And okay. in the regular Firefly, they weren't. Right. So is that how they're trying to differentiate it from the original? Is, hey, ours is Firefly, not Firefly.
1: <laughs> sure, because I think people will get that. <laughs> I think that's very important to people.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, it's
1: weird, weird, weird choice, weird choice. I hope that if it does come back, they've changed their uh, concept for us.
0: I mean, because book doesn't show up until the pilot episode. Right. Where he gets passage on the serenity and it's not really, you know, the crew doesn't know him. hmm. They show well, you. Well, the
1: same thing with um, uh, what's her name? Summerglow's character and her brother. Yeah, River. River. That's it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and they they really already show you how like like they met Wash and do they do they show you how they meet Jane? I don't remember.
1: I don't remember Jane, but yeah. Uh...
0: God, this is a terrible idea. (laughs) Oh, please. That would be terrible. Wow. Hopefully that's just one of those things that goes away.
1: Yeah, it could be. I mean, they're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall to see what sticks, so.
0: But they need to understand what made it popular. Mm-hmm. And not just This Right That would be absolutely terrible Hmm <laughs> Wow Okay You got anything else for this week? Uh, No. No. All right. No. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week.
1: Wear a mask.